Hello, everybody, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 7 of the Fetch Everyone Weekly Podcast. Dun, dun, dun! FetchEveryone.com is a free website for runners, bikers, swimmers, walkers, and everyone else. You heard it here first, probably some time ago, but you still heard it here first. And I'm still saying it because it's still true. Take that, capitalism. Um, anyway, I'm joined here by the lovely Katie. Um, she's just pressing buttons on her phone. What are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. I'm here. I'm good. And I was reflecting this morning that Fetch Everyone is the kind of website where you can look at your husband's training and see someone mentioning his perineum and not even bat an eyelid not even for one second think that that's odd yeah isn't it it's that kind of website yeah it's just fine it's like do you remember when um i think it was david beckham broke his toes or Mm. something and he was he going to be ready for the world cup or the euros or something or wasn't he and everything and everybody was like praying for his um for his metatarsal. I'm worried about where this is going, but but carry on. <laughs> well, my comment suggests that, that Diogenes was sort of looking out for my perineum in the same in the same way, like you know. Yeah. Although I I think that's elevating myself too highly, really. Um, I've had one person mention it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, a bit different. A little bit different, and yeah. also I don't know, but I'm not sure your next cycle ride is going to win us the World Cup. No, but then again, I'm not sure we we have really done that apart from when we did it that one time. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. So so there. So effectively, it's the same thing. Right. Um. So anyway, so you're you're there, are you? I'm here, and I've had a reasonable week of training. Um. Not Good. And nothing that's going to set any kind of world on fire, or indeed win us the World Cup. Um, in any in anything, really, but um. I've managed a few swims, same pattern as before, pool, indoors, pool, outdoors, lake. Outdoors. Outdoors. Outdoors, well I knew this. Well I done. That. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've had a lovely week of swimming. It was um, a little bit warmer in the lake on Sunday by a couple of degrees, according to the um, man on the dock. What made it so? I think it's just been... Not as cold air temperature-wise. It's been a milder mm. week, so I think the water's just taken advantage of that and warmed up a bit. Yeah. Um, Was there a wise old man by the side of the lake? And when you asked other people later, <laughs> they saw him. Yeah. They said there ain't been a wise old man wandering around that lake for 50 years. No, there, no? no it was actually a paid employee of Box End who was, right. who was doing that. Um Okay. But he was still really nice and slightly mysterious, I suppose. So yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, I'm just looking at Winelegs's trace of that that swim. She did a bit more than me. She did a, a one and a half laps. But she appears but to she, have been cheating. She imported it as walking. And my question to you is, what? Why? What the hell? Why, when you have your GPS mm. set to a different activity? Why does it look so different? 
I think it's trying to do different things. Yeah. Um, like with swimming, based on, and this is just purely guesswork, but uh-huh. with swimming, like at least 50% of the time, the arm with the watch on it is under the water. Yes. So it probably doesn't even try to get a GPS reading all that often because it's kind of pointless because like one in every two is going to be yeah. no good. Um, so I think it it takes far fewer readings. Uh-huh. Whereas if you told it that you're going walking, then it's going to be doing it every second like it does with running as well. Yeah. Um, which is why it's jumping about all over the place because it was struggling to get that information about where it was because half the time it was in the right. water. So it was looking for the information really often but not getting the information right and therefore that's why it looks like Wine Lakes has kind of done a an interesting dance around the outside of... Yes, she's the Michael Flatley. <laughs> yes, Wine Legs, Flatley Legs, that's her new nickname. Um, we can say what we want because she doesn't listen to the podcast, I don't think, at not? the moment. She doesn't get time, no. Oh dear. So, um, yeah, we, we, can, we can give her all sorts of names. Of course we won't do that. We won't. No. Okay. Um, hope, but yeah. I hope everything's going well, Flatley Legs. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so we were both at the lake and it was lovely. And only a report of one, I was going to say one python then. And I think that's because I just saw a picture of Mrs. Jiggs holding a python. Again, the kind of website where you can look. Oh, yeah. And there's Did you some... not know about Mrs. Jiggs' python? <laughs> Mrs. Jiggs holding a python and not even, doesn't it didn't even surprise me. There was nothing yeah. about it that was surprising. I was just like, Whatever. oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Um, anyway, I've completely forgotten what I was talking about. You were about. talking about your swimming. It was a little bit warmer. You've right. done some in some pools and some in the lake. And Yes. Some in Woburn Lido. Lido. Still don't know how to say it. Um, yeah, it's been nice. I did a tiny bit of run walking on one of the days this weekend with the dog. And which he loved he loved it when I was running and again you as usual quite bemused by the idea that I would stop to walk every now and again but he was an absolute naughty naughty very naughty dog he did everything he did all the bad things he did the eating of the nasty he did the rolling in the nasty he did everything it was not a pleasant time but anyway I still did my run walking and I'm quite pleased with it so he's a Proper douchebag at times, isn't he? He really, really is. But, yeah. But there we go. So only one um, pike, not python, reported by Wine Legs in the Lake. I did not see it. So mm. I'm just relying on her reports. But we'll keep you updated on the pike situation. Pike watch. Pike watch. Yeah. Cool. What about you? Um, well, I had a bit of a sort of a mixed week. So Sunday I went out and did a run, which I spoke about on last week's podcast and then I went out on Tuesday and did just a smidge further like really only a smidge um like 2.5 instead of 2.25 or something you're shaking your head I'm at me shaking, have I I'm, done it to myself no I'm shaking my head at your calf I'm like yeah. oh you know give him a break yeah so it was pretty much okay I got back it was all right and then f- over the next couple of hours it just got a bit tighter so I've just did a lot of swearing and thought, right, I'll just park it again for a little bit longer. Um, but the following day, I went out and cycled 40 miles. 
um, take that. Yeah, have that. I'm not going to be put down by injuries. I'm just going to find other ways we're to thrash put, myself. We're not going to put you down yet. No. <laughs> Last meal, what would you have? What would I have? Yeah. Well, are we putting me down now? Um, well, we haven't ruled um, it out. But... I would... Oh, what would I have? Oh, no, you've put me on the spot. Have you got one that you can talk about? I'd have a, all the crisps. Just just crisps. I mean, you don't have to worry about anything at that point, surely. So just have a lot of crisps. I love crisps. I did have a really nice pie and mash on Friday. And before that, I had a crab crumpet as a starter. And that was jolly nice. Oh, I know what I'd have. There's a place in Devon near Bantham, actually in Thurlston, called the Village Inn, and they do a seafood platter as a starter. And I'd have that, I'd really push the boat out, I'd have it as a main course. Mm. That would be my last meal. So like a table full of... No, just, uh, not excessive. Yeah, let's not imagine. Just, I don't want to be be feeling horrible just just before I die. (laughs) Well... Oh, I feel terrible. Oh, okay. All right. Just a main course. Nice little, really like the best bits of seafood that I love. Yeah. And then, okay, if I have to, then I'd, I'd have to go. But I really, I'm not ready. I've got plenty yeah. I want to do yet. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, so how did we get to last meals? Um, um, we were going to put you down because of your calf. Yeah. But we're not going to put well, you down. We're not, because I did 40 you did, miles. You did yeah. a good cycle ride. Yeah, it's the furthest I've ever gone. Um, last, or the week before, actually, I did 32.2 miles, which was just enough to give me 50k. Uh-huh. Um, so I thought I'd try and go a little bit further. And I'd actually planned to go a bit further than that. But I got um, about 17 miles in, and they dug up an entire country road um the full width of it and there was barriers up and everything and i even Mm. spoke to one of the guys and said is there any chance i can just walk my bike around that and Mm. he said no mate Mm. so i had to go and find another route then which did sort of throw me a little bit because i've been used to using my watch as Mm. a guide to where i need to turn and everything so i'm not really thinking about where i go yeah um but then i had to sort of try and work out what to do from then on so I managed to get to to 40, but I had a few little stops here and there to go, right, okay, what am I going to do now? Where am I going to, where am I going to aim for? Yeah. Um, But I also found this absolutely beautiful stretch of road. It was, Mm. it had been freshly tarmacked Mm. and it was still closed. I think it was probably related to the bit that I found slightly further on. But so there was just me on it. Yeah. A gentle breeze blowing autumn leaves just across. Not mm. autumn leaves. No, the not, not the fetchy. No. If she'd blown across my path, I think I would have probably stopped and tried to <laughs> assist her. Mm. Um, but no, it's lovely. Mm. Just a gradual downhill as well, nice and speedy. Oh. And it, it's amazing how much that a smooth surface makes yeah. for biking. The, oh, yeah. Whereas with running, I think all the roads I've cycled on would have felt the same underneath yes, my feet i'm sure yeah. yeah beautiful um and then on thursday i gave blood five minutes 24 i think that's how long i got the really kind of did the squeezy that's hand very quick thing. i don't think i'm generally over seven minutes so that's on a good day i think yeah so i really went for it 
Um, and as I lay there looking up, wiggling my hands and toes, mm. there were some interesting blue spatters on the ceiling. Oh, yes, you, you were at Clapham, weren't you? I, yeah. Oh, yes, Clapham, the blue spatters. Uh-huh. Yes, we all uh-huh. know about mm-hmm. those. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about them. <laughs> um, so I wondered what, what that was, whether or not they'd had some sort of alien bloodletting there at some point. Possibly the great alien massacre of uh, 20, 2021. 2021. Is it in the future or, or did, did it last over a number of years or what? Um, and you'll be pleased to know I mm. went with the custard creams. Yes, I They do pleased. little three packs. Yes. Which. That's the usual. That's yeah. the usual pack of biscuits number is three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wolfed those down. And did you have crisps as well, or no? I didn't realize that you could choose like two things. I think you could, <laughs> I don't think there's, yeah, there's not a strictness about <laughs> it. I have to say, I don't usually hang around long enough to eat that much, but yeah, and you know what I'm like about bloating, <laughs> <laughs> not when I've got a mouthful of coffee. Oh, all right, sorry. Um, so yeah, custard creams, dish mm. bash bosh, I'm out of there. Cool. Um, and up. that little strange like cigarette filter that they strap to your <laughs> arm. Yes, yes. Um, and then I managed to yank the, I've got quite hairy forearms, yeah. but I managed to yank the plaster off without too much distress. That's the um, worst bit for me is getting the plaster off afterwards. Yeah, Don't in the that. shower, that's the secret. Oh, but yeah. I just yanked it. I never have time. the patience to wait. I want to get it off. Yeah. Um, so then I went out for a ride on uh, Sunday morning. Yesterday. Yesterday. Also Sunday. Yeah. Um, and I just felt like my breathing wasn't quite where I would like it to be. It mm. was, um, I think my resting heart rate was a bit up yesterday. Um, and my breathing while I was on the bike, I was going up the, the hills that I normally go up. I did a route that I'd normally do. Um, and I just felt quite a bit worse on the the uphills than I have done previous times. So, yeah. Whereas I was originally going to do a little bit more than I did, I didn't. I did the amount that I actually did. It's a good story, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah. So so that was a 20 miler. Well done. Um, so just over 60 miles for the week and a little two and a half mile run. So I'll see if, I, if I'm brave enough to try another one of those this week. Yeah. Um, but listening very carefully the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. It is being a bit of a crystal ball thing, isn't it? It is. Because it's hard to know if it if it stiffens up afterwards. Yeah. It's hard to know how much to do. Yeah. It's more like a like a crystal vase in that I mm. worry that it's going to shatter it at any moment. No, it's not going to do that. No. No. You never had any experience of calf shattering in all your time as a physio? No. Yeah. That's good. Mm, I... I'm not going to mention the things that I do know about. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not put those in your head. No. Anyway, good. Yeah, I'm I'm pleased with it. Yeah, overall. you should be. Yeah. You should be very pleased with your yeah. cycling. One thing about the 40 is that I did the 32 and I thought, I don't know if I've said this already, but I did the 32 and I thought, yeah, I've got, I've got more miles than me when I got home from that one. And mm. then I did the 40 and I was thinking, I'm kind of glad that I'm... You were glad to finish. Yeah. And for about half an hour afterwards, my quads were just going... Mm. But they settled really quickly. Did you have any water on your long ride? I took some with me, yes. Mm. 
drinking it, not so much. You didn't do the drinking. No, no. But it was two hours 50 or something like that. That might be something that's useful for you to have a bit of a drink halfway through. Yeah. I need a sort of bottle where I can sort of, like, pull the thing open with my teeth rather than having to stop and unscrew the cap. Yeah. And put the serviettes out, that kind of thing. You don't want to ruin your cycling splits, is that? I prefer not to. I mean, there are traffic lights and things like that, so I could have a quick glug then, but it would just be nice to be able to have a bottle that I could access with one hand. I'm interested to know what proportion of cyclists can take both their hands off the handlebars and feel comfortable? Mm. Because I, I don't even want to do it for a second, but it seems that there are some cyclists who will happily just sit on their bike and zoom along Mm. without even touching the handlebars i mean i'm not saying like all the road cyclists i go past Mm. are doing that but it does seem to be a thing that some people are comfortable with it and some people just aren't and i'm in the aren't camp yeah but you'd be happy to take one off and drink i can take one off for a bit if i'm signaling Mm. um i do have to like really focus very hard not to wobble when i take one hand off to do my signal um but i can you know scratch my chin or whatever Mm. i i know that saying this is probably not anyway i'm gonna say it one of the things we practice when we take on we do a couch to sprint try group um we haven't done it for a couple of years because you know why but um Mm. when we when we're doing that we take the sort of newbie cyclists to a car park and we get them to practice certain skills and one of the skills we get them to practice is cycling and taking one hand off um so not necessarily to drink but sometimes to drink and we get them to cycle and touch different bits of their bike so they're getting used to one hand on riding yeah and using the other hand and we do it with both hands as well so obviously they're going to have one that they feel better with um, and then we get them to do a bit of practicing with their taking their water bottles in and out. Yeah. Um, because it is a useful skill to. Oh yeah. Do. Yeah. I I can I'm I'm fine with that at low speeds, um, but as an example, I was hurtling along. Hurtling for me mm. is about sixteen miles an hour, mm. um, and there was a a ninety degree left coming up mm. at a junction. Yeah. And there was a car behind me, so I didn't want to slow down before I'd indicated mm. mirror signal manoeuvre and all that. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to give the hand signal before I slowed down so they knew mm. what I was going to do. So it was, it's doing it at speed is the problem because... So the next step, I suppose, then for you is that you practice it when you're not under pressure from a car behind you, mm. but you are at idea. speed and you do take your hands off to just get used to the feeling of controlling the bike at a... Yeah. Faster speed. So a nice quiet road and practice my YMCA. Yeah. Don't take both hands off. I don't like that. <laughs> no. No, I won't be doing that unless I absolutely have to. Mm. And I can't imagine a scenario no. where I would. No. Yeah. Fair enough. So that's me. That's Good. my training. Yeah. 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 Shall I tell you something about the site? Tell me something about the site. This last the, week. The type of site where you can say to someone... Is it? And they'll know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Just like that. Is it a python? Is it a perineum? 
Perineum. A python's perineum. I bet they have a really long I one, don't, don't they? pronounce it that way. Perineum. That's how I pronounce right. it. Right. Interested to hear other people's pronunciations. Oh, yeah. Given my my trouble with the simple word Lido. 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 Anyway, um, so something something what is new is forum tagging. So. Oh yes. Have you seen this in action? You tagged me. I tagged you. Yes. Uh huh. So, in the box where you type your posts in the forum. Just below that, there is a set of buttons for bold and italics and underline and adding an image and all of that stuff. And there's a new one. And it's an at symbol. And so if you want to mention someone in your post, you press the at symbol and it opens up a little box and you start typing their name into that box. Mm. And then it puts a suitable code into your post for that person. Yeah. Um, there is a little bug in it at the moment in that it only starts bringing up suggested names once you type three characters. So you, okay, you need to have so um, D two ah M H W A. There, I think there are about twenty five fetchies who have two digit names and or two character names, and a couple who've even got one character names. Um, so I need to work B. out. Hmm? B. But that's okay because she's dot B dot. Ah. Oh. So um, I need to work out how to solve it for all those people. But yeah. So you you choose the one that you want, and it puts a little code into your post, mm. and then that person gets a notification. So if you've come across a post that you think is interesting on the forum, and you want to let uh, someone know. You want to make sure that they've they've seen a particular page. Mm. You can tag them in a post, and then they'll get a notification to come and have a look at it. Very good. Yeah. Um, the only exception is tagging me. Um, and there's a little warning message that says, if you want to alert me to a post, please can you send me a feedback in the normal way so that. Um, you have to be special, don't you? In this case, yeah, oh. um, because I I think like. If everybody was tagging me, like, look at this, look at that, look at the other, then I'd have a whole bunch of things that I'd have to keep an eye on as well as my feedback inbox. So just send me a feedback if there's a post that where, you know, someone's done something naughty, um, okay. then let me know via feedback, please. Cool. So that's it. That's one of the big things that I was working on. Very good. Well done. Mm. Yeah. What about you? What have you found around the site this week? Well, I've been enjoying um, my role as the high scorer on the mince pie count thread. Yeah. Um, single-handedly um, taking the the total <laughs> to double figures, I think. Um, well, I... your, own, your own total was in double <laughs> figures. That's true. So there's no doubt about it. No, but I'm just trying to think if it was actually, it might have, no, I think it was in double figures already, Yeah. to be fair. Um, and then I, I added my count in. But um, yeah, so I am the being hailed as the leader by one person Yeah. on the thread. Uh, JK Chameleon has, has said he is bowing to me as the yeah. leader. And again, um, this is all completely normal, isn't it? Completely normal. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got another six arriving today. I am the only person in the house that eats them. Mm. So it's, it's, yeah, just doing my bit for the yeah. mince pie count thread. 
and um, for all those mince workers yeah out there keeping them in jobs uh but that's not really what i'm highlighting um i was just mentioning that really that was a mention oh, okay is that a thing um i wanted to highlight now how do we pronounce this steve c steve i've been saying stevche stevche but i don't know for certain Oh, he's had a bit of a time. He has. Yeah. He's been in. He's been in hospital and is happily out of hospital now, with some guts issue, which we think uh, possibly the doctors think. Not we. We we haven't diagnosed it as as, as the community. Anyway, I'll get there in a minute. Vote now. <laughs> uh, so the doctors think that um, Stevecher has had a gallbladder issue, which I can completely relate to, although mine never got me into hospital as an emergency, that's for sure. Um, anyway, have a look at his blog. Please send him some support and love. He's had a bit of a time of it this lo- this last week. And the other blog I was just looking at uh, was Rose Hip's blog, and she is talking about November and how November is a difficult month in terms of training for her, and she's noticed mm. a, a dip in her training in that month and i i think november is a tough month to train in actually because it's really dark suddenly there's not as much daylight hours um it's often a lot colder it's hard to motivate yourself there's about Wind. a million things to think about this time of year brings in all of that kind of oh what we're we doing at christmas and yeah all of that stuff all those lovely scrunchy leaves that were uh, a nice you know, thing to look at in October are now all wet and slidey on the pavements. Yeah. Yeah, all yeah. of that. So I, yes, I can really relate to that. If I look back over my my years of training and I look at the November sort of slot, it does seem to be quite low, really. Mm. Apart from 2007, which was quite a good month, and I did 99 miles. Why on earth I didn't go out and do another mile? I don't know. What was I thinking? It's too late now. <clears throat> but anyway, yes, have a little look at Rose Hips' blog, and if you've got any suggestions for her about Novembers. Yeah. Um, I quite like the idea that she had, which is to just kind of do some strength work. Yeah. And use the month to do a bit of strength stuff. So that's, yeah. That is definitely a good idea. Try a new fetch game. Yeah, I don't know if Rose Hip plays any of those, but... Yeah, worth a try, isn't I it? Ran, I, I've cycled through one of her <clears throat> fetch miles okay. on the weekend. So oh. I dropped her a little note to say hello. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Cool. Anyway, that's me. I did lots of highlights and mentions, sorry. So I've got a thread to highlight. It's called Eddington Number. Do you know yours? Do you know your Eddington Number, Katie? I don't. No. So it's the... The highest number where you've run that distance that many times. So if your Eddington number was 10, that means you've done at least 10 10 milers. Okay, so I've I've gone to the thread. Yeah, and there's a link over on the right. I've gone to the link. Fetch Eddington number calculator. I've got the calculator and it's stuck on cycling. So should I take it off cycling and do something? If you change it to um, running. Okay. Because swimming you'll probably get an Eddington number of one or maybe two. Okay. Yeah. So, and scroll down until the tick stop. The tick has stopped. So what, and what's the last ticked row that you've got? 16. Yeah. So that means you've done 16 
16 milers or longer than 16. Okay. Um, and it's just, uh, there's a scientist called, it's not Paul Eddington, okay. which is a shame we've all agreed. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, this scientist came up with a way of measuring the sort of, mm. kind of like a, a different way of looking at the volume of your training. So um, it provoked some interest. People were interested to see what the numbers were. No, and nobody really thinks, I don't think, that it has any major sort of bearing on how well you're training or anything like that. Mm. But it's just like a curiosity to go and find your Eddington number. Well, cycling, uh, I get an eight. <clears throat> yeah. I've got uh, 17 for running. And I've got 18 for cycling. Because mm. my cycle on Sunday, I think, got me to that one. So, but I've done, I've only done 15, 19 milers. So I need to go over 19 miles another four times before I increase mm. my Eddington number. So it's kind of, in a way, inspires you to, to backfill all of your, your longer distances to creep mm. up the scale. But it's just another one of those things, really. I don't get one for swimming. Not, not at all. No, I get, I get all ticks. Got three rows and they're all ticked. Okay, that's because you're a super duper swimmer. <laughs> so you, you, your swimming Eddington number is three. Because you've probably never gone beyond three miles, but you've done more than three three milers. I've done five three milers according to this, but yeah, which I'm is not more sure than three. that's really technically true. But because some of those will have been swishing along the uh, with the tide. <laughs> Well, some of my cycling was downhill, but that's all right. You can't. You can't well, one of out, one you? of them wasn't. One of them was Coniston, I imagine. But yeah. then the others, and one of them or two of them might be Box End, but then two of them will be Bantam. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. That's Hannah one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so go and look up your Eddington yes. number. It is just a bit of fun, really. Cool. Um, and that's it. That's my featured thread for this week. And we have got a featured fetchy, uh, or two. Two, in, yes. two in one. Yeah. We have Northern Slow Coach. We, <laughs> we have Northern Slow Coach. Yeah. And we have Treacle, and they're telling us about their event that they've just done. Yep. Hello, fetchies. This is Northern Slow Coach. And Treacle. And we've just done the Burleymore run and have very muddy and soggy feet, and it has been mudtastic fun. Uh, the race starts from my front garden and goes up and up and up, up a bit more and, and through a bog and then up a little bit more before you hit the reasonable path and start running down which was the nice bit the views across the valley today were gorgeous the weather fairies were out and the sun was shining absolutely we couldn't see a thing though because the sun was right in our faces and then we turned round up a hill and realized that the wind was in our faces too so that was a bit of resistance training and then we went down and then we went up again and we went through a stream that was fun and then we went through a big puddle where the photographer decided to take the photos and we stopped and had a fetchy pick of the two of us and then we started going down and down, down and down and there was a lot of mincing going on there was definite mincing <laughs> from me yeah and then we hit the road and more down and down and down and across the fields and to the finish and we weren't last yay Hooray! 
So much fun on a sunny Saturday morning, back to racing, back to fetch meetups. Yeah. Shout out to the 700 thread. Absolutely. And just lovely to see Norman Slow Coach again because it's been far, far too long. long. We're back. Watch out. We'll be at a race near you sometime soon. Probably Ilkley. Ta-ta for now. Bye. Take care, Bye. Thanks, Coachy and Treacle. Um, I'm just looking at Coachy's trace for um, the run. Um, and I can see where you run up through a green bit and onto a pale green bit, which looks like it's the moor. And I'm looking at the elevation profile and I can see why you were going up and up and up and up and up and then down, 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 down. <laughs> so, yes, I think there's something like it's almost three miles of, of steady climbing um, before wow. it plateau, plateaus out a little bit at the top. And then it's down and then up a little bit again and then back down again. And there's a really steep down at the end. So wow. um, I think one of those races where once you've got to the top, you feel mm. quite invincible. And then you can enjoy the sailing back down with your arms out wide. Like yeah. yeah. Practicing your signaling. They sounded highly elated, didn't yeah. they? They sounded really, really kind of on top of the world. And they sound yeah. like they had been to the top of the world. Yes. But no, it was really nice to hear that and some happy people doing things that make them happy. Yes, as they said, they're back. So they're back. Looking forward to hearing more of their adventures. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Lovely. Uh, so what have you got on your plate this week? Um, <clears throat> well, I'm hoping that my, my breathing and my ability to absorb oxygen is back up to full spec now, mm. or if not now, then soon. Um, I'd like to do a run. I'd like to do another longish bike if I can fit one in, maybe on Friday. Um, I'll be up with the boy, so I'll, I've got some hills that I sort of slowly got to the top of and and almost kind of fell over at the top. They were that that angry. Um, I might go and revisit those and see whether or not my fitness has improved at all or whether or not I'm still in a, in a mess by the time I've done those. Mm. Um, and who knows, I might even do a swim at some point, but I've mm. been saying that for ages. You have been saying that for ages. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to hold my breath on that one. Yeah. Well, the other thing I'm going to do is I'm going to finish off the festive fetch calendar. It's the 15th of November. Oh, yeah. We're officially past the, the last birthday before which you cannot mention yeah. that thing. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm, I'm, I've got most of the prizes sorted out. I need to sort out a few more. Lovely. And putting all my ducks in a row with that. Yeah. Um, so that's my, my site thing that I'll be focusing on. Cool. What about you? Well, I have really got this week on, on a good off on a good foot by getting to the pool this morning and doing an actual session. Mm. So I picked out one of the sessions that um, Angie gave me back in the summer and I worked my way through it. Now, to be completely honest, I didn't finish the session because I was supposed to do four by 100 and then two by 200. And I got to the end of the four by 100 and I was just feeling really tired. Mm. <clears throat> um, and I'd already done about 45 minutes of swimming and felt as if maybe that was a good enough progression for today. So um, instead of doing the two by 200s, I stuck my paddles on and my pool boy in and... <laughs> In between my legs, that's all. Right. That's just where it goes. 
Um, and I did a 200 just with Paddles and Poor Boy. And um, yeah, that felt really good to do that. That was a bit of strength work to finish on. So yeah, really, really pleased with that start to my week. So that's that's a good session ticked off. I'm going to do another woven. I'm going to do another box end, I hope. I am considering going twice to box end this weekend. The only downside to it is just it costs money. Mm. But um, I'm considering it. Because when you're in, or when I'm in, I'm not in for very long. So yeah, considering that. But we'll yeah. see. It gives you such a lift when it's nice weather and all that. It does. So, you know, why not? Yeah, yeah. So that's that's my hope and continue with my core work and my stretching and all of that stuff um, and, and maybe fit in a run walk as well if I can. So we'll see. Cool. But yes, yeah, so looking forward to the week really. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening, everybody. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you aren't already. We're on iTunes and Spotify and all those other places. Um, go to fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast to leave a comment. And if you'd like to send us a recording, we would like to receive that recording. So record it on your phone and email it to podcast at fetcheveryone.com. I've been Fetch. Katie's been lovely. And we will see you next time. Celebrate. What? kind of website where most people apart from the person who runs it would know what celibate is i know what it is but like what's the context <laughs> apart from like random saying random things <laughs> bye ta celibate